how did how drink last week's podcast went down? That was good. I thought it was it. I thought it was good. It's nice to, um, it's nice to do these podcasts. Obviously, in our tenth year, and then we we I get to relive um some of the memories along the mm. way when like you probably forget a lot of the things happening, and that's why I'm looking forward to doing one with Drew and then uh, Callum as well. I've got to introduce. Our main um, this man. Is, this is the the main man on the podcast this week is uh, Andrew Goldie, the, the gold star. He's not been called gold star for nah, a while, has nah. he? Uh, obviously, when we first met Drew, I asked him his email address, and it was the gold star. So that stuck for a while, but um, yeah, he came on board um, and sort of helped Dude. the brand, and he's been top man ever since, isn't he, Drew? Just Thanks. nodding that, just yeah. Nod, just yeah. nod, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a nice intro, thank you Is that your way, mate? Is that your way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. done. <laughs> um, but nah, so, uh, yeah, obviously me and Rob had started the brand and um, right early back in the days and uh, we were just doing everything dead organic and um, we had no idea how to build a website or do really anything technical, yeah. did we, Rob? And um, we were just sort we're of... Doing it, like you say, we were doing everything ourselves <laughs> from, like, it. we learned how to do Photoshop... Which wasn't great, but like we were, desi- I think we said to Cairo as well. Like we were designing the, you were designing Stuff things on your phone. I was trying to get them printed at factories, and the factories like, ah, what the hell are you giving me here? I can't print that on a t-shirt. Do you know and what I mean? And so obviously that went on to like we had a website, but me and you had made the we website. We built the website ourselves. Right, it was terrible. So took I the photos ourselves, done everything ourselves. So it was like Drew was the first piece of the the jigsaw. Yeah, L- lucky. How did how did we end up meeting you, Drew? Tell us that story. Yeah. I first met Stephen uh, through a friend, mm-hmm. Reese Davidson. So shout out to Reese Davidson. Yeah, we shout out to Reese yeah. for that introduction. The best thing he's ever done for us, isn't it, Reese? <laughs> yeah, he manages my Airbnbs. It's not too bad. I'll give him a wee, I'll <laughs> give his, I'll give his, uh, pl- his business a wee plug. Aye. DD stays. Um, but yeah, I think at that point you were sort of realised you, you needed help in that area, and you must have said to him, and he was like, "Well, I know." Yeah, I, I remember the conversation. Did, he not, did, he not manage, did you not manage? Did you not manage his uh, website at that point? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I uh, didn't stop for him because he, he had the hairdressers. Was it the was it the salon that you you'd done the website for? Yeah, there's one in Tapeworth. Yeah, so he'd obviously just said, "I'd well, I'd been getting a haircut, so look, I need somebody to do a website," and he'd showed me his website to say, "This guy Drew, he literally stayed." Two minutes along the road yep, from the road his, now, his yeah. hairdressers. Maddie stayed two minutes up the road from where I live, but yeah. I never knew him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so where you, you can yeah, tell people where you're from, Drew. You can originally from England, but I, I lived most of my life in, in Tayport. Yeah. Um, my dad was in the area, so that's how we ended up coming from England to there. Um, what? How How old were you when you moved up from England? I was five. All right. Okay. Okay. And, and interestingly, quite similar. Like your dad was yeah, yeah, in yeah. the RAF and right. ended up in Tayport. It's funny yeah, how those things. Things like this happen. Just shipping them to Tayport. Not uh, much happening in Tayport. Right, where are you going? Tayport. Get, get them to Lucas first, and then yeah, you're not quite getting it done. The used to, but you can go uh, to Tayport. Didn't want in Dundee. <laughs> 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 I not say that. Put off half the audience already. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dundee over there. Yeah, it's a podcast so, getting turned off. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we met in Tesco. Right. One of the things you turned up in a suit. Oh, a suit and tie. This suit and tie. That was the a, night. It's a it's a similar theme. Remember, we said Cairo first turned up, all yeah. suited and booted for their job interview, and Drew turned up in a Drew suit. Drew says this is a myth. I'm telling it, you, turned up in a suit. A, it, this is grown arms and legs. <laughs> I had a the photo of me in my WhatsApp photo was me wearing a suit. And Mate, now, I, how old are you at the time? 1920. So, did you have a suit or not? That's no, no. D- didn't have a did suit. Did you have a tie? No. 
Rob would I can't remember what Rob I, I must have made that up. Me. I must have made that up. Then. turned up in a shirt and tie. <laughs> give him a job. He's, right, he's organised. He looks organised. <laughs> give him a job. That was it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we met there. Um, I think initially you came in. <laughs> funny story. I remember when we were in your flat, and uh, we'd uh, we'd come in like because you were obviously you were running your own business. Yeah, yeah. You'd, I was just freelancing. You were freelancing, doing your own thing, and. Uh, We'd given you like, all right, we can pay like a couple hundred pound a month or something like that. Like just like you can help start the website. Well, it's no money. We we're putting any money we had we'd, in the we'd stock. We'd already started the website, but it wasn't very good. Yeah. So the, I remember Drew coming to uh, me, uh, lads. I'm about uh, 25 hours over my <laughs> over my time. <laughs> if I'm going to bill you, it'll be about two grand. Yeah. Uh, right, we're going to have to maybe re- relook at how much we're paying you, Drew. That was like we'll give you an extra 25 pound a week. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I really remember that because I think at the time I was working with a few clients that like it didn't really they weren't not aspiring it was literally a paycheck where with be inspired like it was it was fun as well mm-hmm. so it was it was like you're doing what you want to do but you're also sort of seeing um like results from it because yeah. it was an online company. So yeah, it was like the progression. There was progression there the whole time in the early days. There was so yeah. much like the 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 curve, the growth curve was just like if you're thinking like okay, what was it? 2014. You said February, yeah, February. 2000, and then you're going into 15 to 16 to 17. Like yeah. the growth period was nuts. Even yeah. then, even then, obviously you came in to do the sort of website, but quickly you end up going to sort of the marketing. Um, so like obviously we know how that happened, but sort of tell listeners how you end up going from sort of managing what was happening on the website to, to sort of the marketing sort of phase and obviously you've taught yourself marketing you never went to university or anything like that so i think obviously listeners would be interested to see how how that happened and how you obviously taught yourself marketing as well how was that was that a sort of were you firmly in the marketing space before and you were just doing this website or was it sort of a learning as you sort of went yeah i think the marketing kind of came alongside the websites because you, you'll know yourself, but you, you launch your website and it's just there. Mm. You, you need traffic to that website. That's almost the hard part. That's it's the most important part mm. of a website, building the webs or having a nice, you can have the yeah. best website in the world, but if nobody's going on it, what's the point? Yeah, and even more so now because it's so easy to get a website out there mm-hmm. and, and a good website quite quite quickly. And a built out of the box a wee bit more now, aren't they? Exactly. Than they want. Especially with the platform that Be Inspired built on Shopify, you can have a store within a couple of hours made on your phone mm-hmm. um but yeah fully functional ready to sell product as well you yeah know what i mean it's yeah like so for you to stand out now it's really brand and getting people onto your website um so that was a sort of a key area to 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 progress mm-hmm. um be inspired and, and also just a skill set to have was um uh driving traffic and how do you like how do you learn these things because like p- people won't know that you've never been to, you never went to uni like like you were at uni weren't you yeah yeah briefly briefly i was i never went to uni but i think like the mindset is for a lot of people in this country in the uk or whatever that like you prog- progress through school if you want like a really good job at the end of it you need to go to like higher education and then into your college or university and stuff, but that's not necessarily the case in this day and age, I would say. Yeah, like not to degrade the downgrade, university has got definitely got its place, but I think certainly in marketing, if you're 
if you're at that stage where you're like, I want to get into marketing, I would internships would be the number one thing because mm-hmm. we've done um, interviews and hiring processes, and and that's a key thing you look at. Like, where have these people got their experience mm-hmm. from? Um, and the internet. There's so much resources on the internet. You can learn anything these days. So the thing is, as long as we've, we've, got YouTube, we've probably never ever like utilized the intern. Like we've had interns and stuff. We probably when you look back, we've not really, we've never really hired and fired many people. Like no. we've we've never grown a team. That's is there's a lot of people here that have been here a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, and and it's kind of just being like, um, if you've not got the, the skill set, I think having that. Like just back yourself a little bit and say, well, mm-hmm. I like the, the introduction that we had. Um, look for those sort of introductions. Like, do you know someone? Does someone know something that I can um, potentially help them? And and just sort of have that organic, see where it goes, mm-hmm. um, will probably get you quite quite far. Yeah, um, definitely. And network, then, like the networking thing, like people maybe take the mic out a little bit now, but networking so important, I think. Especially now, it opens like, opportunities, doesn't open it? opportunity going to like even going to like we get invited to these like golf days and stuff like that. But before you know it, you're like like the if you look at the what you call it the TikTok that went out yesterday from Vancouver, like yeah. that came from us going to a golf day last year. Yeah, that yeah. would never have happened like if we never met met Grant. Yeah, no. And Grant passes pass passes that on. So I've got this girl in Vancouver. She's a reporter. She fancies doing some some like the street style and stuff that you guys have been doing smashing on TikTok before you know it you're like oh that's a good idea let's replicate that and do that in other places it's just like these networking things are massive for us so yeah getting, and getting obviously back to the, the sort of marketing thing as well like obviously when you first came in it, we were sort of like really small not doing just doing a wee bit here and there do you know what I mean 300 pound a day me and Robbo were going for lunch yeah that was the rule that was the rule 300 pound on the, on the Shopify website it's like right, we can take the afternoon off. Oh, yeah, that the, was us. And that, and that growth, five, when you five came pound in. meal deal at Bread and Butter in the in Buchanan that was Street. Class, wasn't it? Class. I remember first getting access to the Be Inspired Shopify account and like looking at the sales numbers and thinking, wow. And and that was at the very start. Yeah, but yeah. I think it was the first time I came across a company, two guys that actually believed in online. I think mm-hmm. up until that point, a lot of people that I had worked with was just like. I'll set up a website because I kind of need a website. And they probably had they probably had something before, like so. Say they had a store or whatever. They had that, and then yeah. they're like webs. They they believed in that, and then website was like, oh, everyone's doing it. Let's so get let's it. Like, like they didn't think that that was ever going to replace that. Yeah, where where be inspired was like direct to consumer, and that was always the focus. Mm-hmm. And even now, it still is the yeah, yeah like the social and media. How can we turn social media into like I think customers? That, or and that. I think that's where us three of. Although there's about an age gap between us, I think the three of us have always worked amazing with that. It's like, what? How can we get better at what we're doing? Even like people look at it now, going, "I've been inspired and doing great, and we've hit so many sales, hit many, many orders." But we're like, right, how can we get do this better? How do we do that better? Right? And you and to your credit, to you, if we say to you, by the way, how are they doing that in America? Like, or what? You go away and find out how to do that. I think that's why and we've like, had such a good relationship though, because we all are eager to learn. We're all like always you say looking at what other people are going not copying them going well, how are they doing that how's that advert like retargeting me across that platform how's like back in the day obviously no, we didn't know anything about retargeting or or yeah. like paid adverts or anything but you're like oh, i went on that website and the mm-hmm. next thing i don't remember get hit with that how's that happening remember we went down to one of the retailers yeah. and we, they were like basically going oh we're doing these facebook ads like you put in this amount you get this back 
and me and him jumped in the work van straight away. We phoned Drew and we're like, Drew, can you research how we do this? Because this seems to be like uh, they're getting aye, X aye. amount a day. And like, how do we do that? Next week, you're like, well, well we'll sort out, we'll, we'll test that. And then that, like, we put like £50 a day in, in the adverts. And we're like, holy shit, <laughs> is oh, this is yeah. working. Yeah. This is actually like, we're onto something here. And it's like, then we just started going £100 a day and then just scaling. Just blew up, didn't it? From, yeah. that, from that period, that was probably about 2015. And then 15, 16, 17, 18 was just ridiculous. Eh? What, a, what a ride that was. Yeah. And, and, and for <coughs> anyone listening, like, the paid marketing would be anything like um, Meta is what you typically hear now is like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and that's the, the paid side of the platform when you see the sponsored posts. Um, and Be Inspired was one of the first brands that kind of jump on that and, and jump on it in a, in a big way. Um, and I think that's a testament to the brand because you guys have been so much involved in it. Um, whenever we have had an idea from the start or even now, it's like implemented as soon as we can. Yeah, um, It doesn't really have to go up a chain of people and then... Um, then get tested um so yeah even like the discussions we're having this morning it's like how are we going to do this like yeah. this Being social media platform how do we how can we grow <coughs> that that platform of whatever it may be if it's tiktok twitter instagram it's like we're actually and that's getting implemented from like this afternoon yeah. like we have a yeah. meeting in the morning by the afternoon we're like that needs to be that's getting worked on let's start on it i think that's the way it's always been for us. So. And again, I think like, if you look at like we were talking about, that's why we were with Facebook. Now we've done the same thing with Twitter, uh, TikTok. Yeah. Sorry, and we've jumped on that really early. We've got the street style, and we just try to be like at this sort of forefront of every sort. Of, you're trying to be at the forefront of like fashion trends, but you're also trying to be at the forefront of like social media trends, and that's obviously the big part of marketing, isn't it? Trying see, to see get over in the there years, early. over the years, Drew, where have you found like maybe it like been tougher than? Think is there any challenges you've found in the business or like having to deal with? It's like oh, it's, oh, God, it's tough to do this, so it's tough to do that. It's like, is there anything you can think of at the top of your head? It's like... It's got a lot tougher, isn't it? It has got a lot tougher. Yeah, I think commercially, the um, the paid marketing channels that we just talked about, a lot of people came into that mm -hmm. space. Um, you know you know what it's like if you go and search something, you want to search a bottle of water, and then the next thing you're getting hit with an advert for like one bottle Strathmore water and the next one it's like Avion it's like like it's just constant you know what I mean it's all yeah and it and it it's crazy it took so many big players in the market so long to jump on that so like there was at least from 2015 to 2017 where Be Inspired was just dominating that mm -hmm. that space um, and I think from sort of 2017 2018 we kind of it, it was tougher um, in the sense that more more people are coming into the market there, so essentially paid marketing is you're bidding against other people. So the more people that are there, your the costs increase. Um, so that was that was one thing. Um, another thing is just the market conditions have just been quite turbulent over the past couple of years with Brexit, COVID. Now we've yeah. got this a cost of living crisis because of energy. So you, you're kind of trying to. You're almost getting hit from both ends. You've got right rising ad costs, and you've also got. I think I think that's going back to one thing that me and Mark have always said, and it comes back from our football career. It's literally like you can't. I don't think you can ever get too high, and you can never get too low. It's kind of like if you can almost sit in the middle. Like I think me, me and Mark see if you have like say it's a Black Friday, and everybody's like, "Oh, look what I've done it sales wise," and that, and me and how you probably maybe people me look at me and Mark and we'll maybe like 
didn't even look like the proper buzzing. I think obviously the think first couple of years we weren't even they we weren't even doing that, mate. Like, yeah, it's because we it was more the there. shock. It was yeah. probably more the shock initially that. I think even that. one of the one of the most ex- like I was, was talking earlier in the one the first couple of years I think we did like seventy grand and like in a in a Black Friday which is isn't isn't a lot now compared to what we do but then it was and and I think that was one of the biggest shocks like holy what's I'm going not, on I, it was more day, like wow. what's going on and like it, like we do probably but even managing like now, like you don't get the same people surprise. won't understand like there's probably see for a, a company of our size there's probably like three or four paid marketing guys. Drew, Drew's done this, like mm-hmm. he's managed the full spend. If you're talking, like we've done well over a million orders in the time from when Drew's joined to now, like he's literally managed the whole spend. Yeah, like that's I a know, lot of spend. I know what, it's you, what ballpark figure? How much do you think you? How much <laughs> do you think you've spent over the years, Drew? Oh, millions, and that's and managed that. Yeah, uh, managed that. It's I millions. It. It's yeah. Class man. Um, and uh, I've I've totally got lost there. I mean, even I like gonna, now, I like was going to say. So, obviously, we we talked about this earlier. But if you were going to start a brand, like so, obviously, people listening, if you were going to start a brand now in these current circumstances that are a little bit more difficult, how how would you do it now, and what would you recommend? I think I would go down <coughs> quality. I'm taking notes here. I might do it again. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I'm going to say, Rob, why have you started this new brand? <laughs> it's like, because Drew just told me how to do it. Yeah, I, I would definitely start with quality. Um, that's something that Be Inspired has been based on mm. and it has always strived for in all areas is is improvement, but, but product's been one of them as well. So I would definitely look at quality, some sort of niche, um, and, and, and thirdly, something that you truly believe in. Because when you get to those hard times that we've just talked about, you need to 100% right. believe in your brand. Because if you're just in this for money, it then work. It it's not going to work. work. And, and it might work for a period of time. But I think that's the reason why we're still sat here. You have to be passionate about yeah, what you do. I guess that's why we played football for so long. Like, I was like passionate like like about any... football. I yeah. love football. But like when I came into the fashion thing, I was like, I really like clothes. I'm just interested in it. I'm like... I'm interested in like kind of the manufacturing side of, of product. I like how it's like, di- like lab dips, checking fabrics, stuff like that. And that's something we'll go into later in future podcasts. But yeah, um, I just that you need that passion, don't you? Yeah, and it, and if you're someone like me that's got a skill set, but you've maybe not got like rewind back to the the, the start that we're talking about. How how do you get into um, being inspired? Like. I always had a passion for e-commerce selling things online, but I didn't have a passion for fashion. Um, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Turning up with my... You're looking a million dollars now. You've got the... Fully fully decked. He's had a glow up, Drew, hasn't he, Ah, over the years? That's that's nine years of working in there. When he first turned up in that suit and he had one eyebrow. He had one eyebrow as well (laughs) in the suit. I promised I wasn't going to bring it up. Well, I wanted to bring it up just for the... Because you you were giving me small man jokes last week, so... And I know Drew will know up the piss with me either. But yeah, so so like if if you're someone that's got a skill set, um, partner with people that have, have got an opposite skill set to you. Yeah. Um, so and and bring something to the table and work mm-hmm. that way. So so it could, it could go both ways. 
Um, so yeah, I think like that point is so important. To see bringing something to the table that the other persons no got as a skill set. I think that's so. That is like a yeah. massive, massive thing. It's everybody's got their, isn't it? Yeah, everybody's yeah. got their own strengths, and I think when you put them all together, you're you're like into this like almost superpower. Yeah, and it allows you to sort of lean off each other as well, um, because running a business on your own, on your own it's stressful because you've got to do everything you're on your own as well mm-hmm. um so having having that kind of I think in the early days as well like the three of us weren't great with, with the paid ads so like you knew what you were doing but then you would maybe say to us oh what do you think of this ad and then you'd go coach would go oh like how about we just throw in that like that product because like I think this one start will stand out in the market and, and I'm like oh well that that gene goes with that and like or like the style of yeah image, and before you, know you I mean? before you yeah. know it and that's, that's probably one thing I've found harder over the years it sees the bigger the team gets like you can't even man manage everybody no. you, you yeah. can't even, like yeah. micromanage everybody so it's up to that person to go that colour's okay to make or sure that's that alright people within your business have the same sort of vision as you mm. of like sort of, like you would say before I'm like oh what about that image and like well they, they've done that because that's the way they believe that image should be and I'm like well maybe it should have been like this and it's like it's hard to get them all across or like the, even like product I'm like, oh, I wanted it like that do you know what I mean and if somebody else is designing mm-hmm. it now it's like um, try put your imprint in the business is a lot easier when it's when there's three of us when, yeah but when there's a big massive team it's a lot more difficult to sort of di- keep that direction the way you want it to go yeah and, and you don't you don't want to micromanage people either mm-hmm. you yeah. want to give freedom but you also have this vision that you want to um sort of push towards so that, yeah. that's probably like another challenge yeah. um yeah. just man- managing scale across yeah, sure. everything where it's coming from buy-in coming from managing spends that high on, and managing a team like everything scales up your returns scale up yeah sure I think that's the thing I, we've found probably the most difficult like you say is like the scale side like when you use the three of us and it's like 20 products it's easy do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's easy to sort of manage that but then as it becomes like two or three hundred products and you've got orders going mm-hmm. out the door and like you say returns coming in you've got to get a new warehouse you got to have more money in marketing to try and like increase your turnover or more product and it's trying yeah. to keep everything then you, you get customers in the same you get way. customers feedback and they're kind of oh that's sold out when's that going to be in and it's like well we've ordered restock it's just yeah, not quite yeah. quite here yet and like just trying to like like you say just try to manage it all that's the toughest yeah. part um what about some what about what's some of your best times within the business obviously we touched on it a wee bit uh, before we came on the podcast some of the photo shoots we've done and um I think that key in the beginning was like that we all went on these photo shoots. So like Drew was doing the paid, the paid ads, but he was coming on the photo shoots to see what was getting, mm-hmm. what was in the photo shoot. Yeah. Kind of like, and he was kind of, you were part of the lifestyle as well. I know obviously things we used to we've both got young families now. Things change over time. And we've got a bigger team. You can't just bring everybody on a photo. Yeah. You bring twenty guys on a photo. It's just no possible. So again, that was one of an easier aspect, wasn't sure. it? Because you were in touch with like, I saw that product on the photo shoot. I loved that, and or like I saw that, and yeah. I know how. Sort of sometimes there's a detach between product of like the designers and me and Rob will work really close with them, and this is our idea for the product, and this is what we believe the product how it should be marketed or how we're trying to get that product across, and then it comes in and it goes from that team to your marketing team, and then you guys maybe have a different idea of how it should have come across and how it should be marketed. There's maybe a bit of a disconnect, whereas like back in the day, you were on the photo shoot. So yeah. you saw me and Robbo interacting with how we thought things should be, and then you'd got it straight away, and then right, right, I would add that, Yeah, that's the, uh, definitely a challenge that since the rebrand we've been ironing out as well. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. team is yeah. connected with the, the product and the content up. team. 
obviously we've got like you've got assistances now with the with the marketing spend and stuff like that. So we've got another team that we outsource as well. So um, it's good just kind of leaning off of these guys as well and just like. So let's get back to it. Where's your what's your favorite photo shoot? Eh? Oh, favorite destination. Been photo, so favorite many good ones. Name what? Name the ones you've been on. Dubai. Yep. Um, that was the Dubai first twice. Time. Dubai twice. So um, was, that was with Leon, and just Leon the first time. Leon was the first one. Where was the second one? Where Brandon, um, oh. your lookalike. Oh and yeah. Josh. Uh, jo- you look like Josh. Yeah. Josh Flannery. Flannery. Flanagan. Josh Flannery. Josh Flannery. Flannery. Josh Flannery. Better looking version. Yeah. Uh, non-tattooed. Non-tattooed version, isn't yeah. Yeah. Maybe get a job now. Maybe, aye, true. Have a wee tan, though. You need a wee tan. He had a bit of a tan. On UGC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Miami. Yeah, Miami, Chicago. Chicago. Tokyo. Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo. What um, trip that was. I, was t- I think that first Dubai trip, though, because that was uh, like... It was new for us as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was like... It's like Remember we went to the beach, it was a zero gravity we oh went aye. to, and we had the full... Was it not like 40 degrees? Remember, Le- remember Leon remember was in the shade, and then he'd step out the shade and just be sweating. Yeah, yeah. Gav, honestly, man, how red Gav was, oh, the, taking the photos, to be fair, he batters through it. Like, that was a class photo. The shoot in Thailand was quality as well. Thailand's Thailand was brilliant. Like See, when we got the boat out to Maya Bay at half five in the morning, the yeah. water was like glass, and we got, and there was no, obviously nobody out, it's like Maya Bay is where they filmed the beach. Leonardo DiCaprio and mind mind uh, the video guy Gordy remember he burnt his oh burnt his feet and he had the blisters on his feet and he had, pe- and he had plastic bags, bags on his feet plastic trying, yeah, bags trying to get in the water oh, and someone says oh Gordy there's sharks in here <laughs> that's right like, the, the baby sharks were just going swimming yeah. about the boat weren't they remember we were trying to do a drone on Maya Bay and the boys were running down the beach to stop us one, one person on the beach it was class man Aye, that oh, was good to be good fair times. where else did we go Chicago, Chicago was good. Yeah, it was one it was of my really favourite shoots. That was a class, the big, city. the big deep pan pizzas and stuff like that. So, and then Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo was Tokyo was, was hard, wasn't it? Yeah, because of I the, t- the time difference. Tokyo, well Tokyo was hard because me and Mark like, overcooked it on the first night, didn't we? Right, we went out I was first rough night, the next day, man. It was. I, I do think the. I do think the jet lag. It took the boys like good. We were there for like five days, and I think it took mm. the boys like two or three to get over the jet it's, lag. It is far. Going to places like Thailand and. Uh, Tokyo and stuff. It is far for a photo shoot, mm-hmm. but I think you need to probably ma- like say, need to manage it well, better. No go out on a drink aye. for the first. We got, we got excited, didn't we? Aye, we got excited. Now it's a total different dynamic because you've got so many different channels. You've got TikTok. TikTok has mm-hmm. its own content. Mm-hmm. Um, even Facebook, Instagram, everything's got its different content. And then yeah, well, like the we, website because we used to just do the photo. Like, it was just a photo shoot. Yeah, there was no videos. There was yeah, there was no videos. videos. It was like case. Of, I feel like, as though we were the first people to do their photo shoots as well. Like mm-hmm. go go like big places. Like oh, yeah. we're going to Dubai and we're going to Miami and like it made the brand just. It go must up have stood out. See on like well. people's like feeds on Facebook and Instagram. It, nah, it must have stood out a mile than somebody doing it. We know what it's like when we shoot in Glasgow or Edinburgh, and it's a bit dull outside. Mm-hmm. Like. It must just like as soon as people are scrolling and there's an outfit, they're like, "Oh, that's class! It looks brilliant!" It just must shooting Leon in the desert would have just uh, in a jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your jacket and jeans. You had jeans on as well, didn't you? Uh, long jacket, and jeans in the desert. And that Maybe was the first time Gaff had those lights as well, and that really uh, made the the imagery just mm, like wow, pop out, yeah, uh, proper pop. Uh, yeah. How do you see social media going over the next few years? Like, do you? Do you do you love do you like social media? See, as a marketing guy, do you like do you enjoy social media or is it just like a tool that is like it's there? Like, I value its purpose. Uh-huh. From a personal point of view, I, like I'm not a massive social media guy, but 
one thing I suppose as a market you've you've got to kind of be able to de- detach yourself away from things and look at like what's what's going to move the needle in the market so that could be TikTok or it could be like today we were talking about Twitter and how we can look at that, that channel that platform, mm-hmm. yeah. and just kind of be hungry to look at things to be like right what can we move on because mm-hmm. sometimes if say if you really lo- like say if you loved Instagram I love Instagram and it's like well it's not there anymore but it's like, I still love it so like I've got an affinity to that I'm not going to go anywhere else but you can't as a marketer you can't probably do that you really well something else has popped up that's where the eyeballs are even like to start with TikTok we're like it's not really working for us brands don't seem to be able to do well on it but, but obviously we were all like that's where the eyeballs are there's got to be eyeballs there and, and we need to try and find some obviously we did the street style and it blew mm. up for us but yeah I think yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong if you're really in, in passionate about a channel like go for it the, the only thing is that might change over time yeah, yeah. for sure so it's always have like and that's what we found over the last 10 years is like we started off and that's maybe what harmed it because we, we we believe Facebook was yeah. the one, didn't yeah. we? We maybe yeah. sort of maybe missed out on Instagram a little bit, like initially because the thing like is Facebook we actually worked so well for us. When we first started, the brand was kind of the, when Instagram first started, mm-hmm. and it was obviously it was it was all photo content. It was yeah. like we actually done that for the first yeah. six years, but we never really like brought it on, to brought Instagram. It on yeah. Instagram. It was more just like, well, this is what's working for us yeah. on Facebook because yeah. like, but there was a lot of paid spend going on behind that as well, and organically we'd started like the tiktok stuff like retweet competitions and getting yeah. the footballers from uh that we knew and played against that were better than us get way the that product nah. so like we'd use these guys to kind of just like start that kind of snowball effect on t- on twitter so it's like we know like everything changes so quickly like next year tiktok might be off the face of the earth well you can put the americans are looking at yeah, it with exactly. that the, you, it could be someone else. The Americans might bring someone else in, and you've got that huge population in USA that's just jumping on on board. Where it's like, well, we have to kind of be there. You yeah. got any predictions of what's going to be next, Drew? What do you think? That obviously we've kind of gone through like polished content, video content, user joint generated. Do you think there's like going to be something coming along? I do think it's going to be AI. Yeah, and and that we're even seeing it getting used now. Like we're using it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when we used it, all these questions. We used it on, yeah. on the last <laughs> podcast as well. I think it's handy. It's like some of the guests that we've asked to come on the podcast that we've got lined up going forward. It's because they're going to be well known, like faces. It's like you just type their name in, so you ask podcast questions for. And he, X, the thing is, you and don't it comes up with a like long them, list of them. Like, sometimes they're a bit like sometimes they're a bit robotic. Those questions, but you can you can tailor them. To yeah, yourself you can adapt well. it. Yeah, just you a, a yeah. It's just that time because yeah. you you could have googled and got that but it's just giving you that yeah, exactly. that much quicker yeah. and that's like what we've just seen over the past few years like it, the attention span everything's quicker and it's just gonna mm. inevitably go that way and it might get to a point where it starts people kind of maybe start going the opposite way mm-hmm. and people may, maybe sort of say well actually there's aspects of this that's maybe not a bit lifeless a bit lifeless yeah. maybe yeah do so there might be think, a, a, a fork in the road of some people really for it and some people really against it do you think that um obviously obviously looking at ai constantly because that's obviously what we do is research things and <coughs> sorry um a lot of like the chat gbt or whatever it is yeah. um but there's obviously ai like um visual content as well do you think that's something that'll come into play as well like I think you'll be able to like, oh, create an how, advert like based off this. How can we mean? use that to benefit Be Inspired? I think mm-hmm. that's what we're all looking at. With research, like, how do we make AI work for us? Yeah. And I think we do that with our social media channel. Like, how do we make TikTok work for us? So it's like, yeah. again, like I think we discussed last week about the, the virtual like, AI kind of like fitting mm-hmm. 
yeah. type of product. Like, there's one question we could probably get asked from customers all the time is like, oh, will these fit me? Or like, do you do a bigger that, size? That, or is that, it too big? Like that's the number one challenge of online, isn't it? The yeah. number one challenge is people see something on a model and go, I like that. And then they get it and it doesn't maybe fit. Or like, they look at something and go, I really like that. But as a guy, I think guys are quite, um, quite, more comfortable going in a store and trying like you for example mm. I, I don't really like trying like i don't really like buying things online um maybe because you're not like a conventional size mm. or whatever do you know what i mean and it's like I, i'd rather try something i think on the store. i think that's like, what how on, do we get that i think that's online? what online's class for is that kind of repeat <coughs> repeat order repeat customers like well i know my size i know what it fits like i know like the style is what i'm buying and when they get it through the door it's like perfect that's what that's what I ordered three months ago, yeah. and I'm just getting in a new colour. So it's just trying to convince that new person when they first come on the website. It's like you are, we are new to you. It's like what is going to really convince that person to go? Do you know what? I'm going to get that because that fits me class. So it's like, and that's that sort of leads on. Does that that sort of leads on? Oh, obviously, we were, we are very very like direct consumer online only. Do you think going forward, that's maybe not going to be as for everyone, like direct consumer online is maybe not going to be just the one thing. You maybe have to have other areas as well. Like you maybe have to have a store. You maybe have to have distributors. Or you I maybe have to have a wholesale. Is, I think to grow a, a full brand, points, isn't it? Yeah, is that mm-hmm. how you grow a, bit, a, a, a a full brand rather than just like direct consumer? I think I think media? you can get tagged with that brush of like, oh, you're just like a Facebook, Instagram brand. Yeah, you're it's a like social media brand. Was it social media brand? That brand that's on TikTok. It's like. We're a clothing brand, so it's like we're no different. The, the what we do is no different than like a Hugo Boss or something that's in like Scotts or like uh, JD Sports or and like our quality Ace. is just as good. Exactly, as exactly, and it's just trying to validate. I do think like stores like you know from the the pop up shop that we done in Edinburgh. It was only one day we done, but like you seen how busy it was. There was a queue outside, and it's like. You're almost validating your product and people, people and yeah, and people that maybe not seen the quality quality's brilliant, isn't know. it? Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, that, I remember people coming in, oh, this jacket's unbelievable. I think I think they pick it up as well. They pick up like the cargo pants and they're like, ah, they actually are how they look online. It's like, yeah, that's how yeah. we like I don't I think there is a lot of scamming goes on in the world probably where yeah. people order from maybe sites. I still in think people maybe have a bit of a like a trust issue with online, I don't think they? So. Do you know what I mean? I think like it's more and more coming in the younger pro- but like especially if it's new. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If something's new and they've never seen it before, they're like, ah skeptical and skeptical. Yeah. 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 Yes, it's, it's it's a lot to get a customer now, especially with the, there's a lot of brands on the market and in, in the times that, that we're in. So that's why it's like even more important to make like the content stand out as much as we can and, and make sure that we're ahead of that curve and, and looking at these um, these new new channels and, and uh, that's kind of going back to that initial point of like uh, what would you do if you're starting a brand and, and it's really that like looking at um, brands in the market and seeing like what are they winning with yeah. and then like double doubling down on, on that because how can we do it but slightly different yeah and, and use your like being naive to your advantage because sometimes these bigger brands um, they don't do things because like, oh, that doesn't work or this doesn't work. Where if you're new to the space, you've kind of like not got any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like ha- having um, experiences is key, but you can lean on. There's loads of people online that have experience that are, are happy to give their information away for free. Mm-hmm. Lean on that, but take your, your naivety in, into that and, and really double down. And even like even a, a, a big player like Gymshark, um, inevitably their size will be their 
downfall because for them to um, how, do, how do they scale up from where they're at they're just now even be flexible to new things coming along ex- isn't it it's exactly that, isn't it? yeah and, and and making sure <coughs> everyone's jumping on 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 that trend because like tiktok um they're not massively mm-hmm. leveraged that as a channel mm-hmm. um yeah. I think as well, people would maybe say, like, we probably did it as well in the beginning. TikTok doesn't work for us because we did a few things on TikTok and they didn't work. But just because a couple of things you do on a platform doesn't work, it doesn't mean saying the platform doesn't work. It's like maybe what you've done doesn't work. And then obviously we come across the street style and it's like blown up. Just like it goes to show, even with products, sometimes we, I remember right back in the day, we released jeans, like probably our first or yeah, second year. And we're so like, true. jeans don't work. Don't work. Yeah. And we're like, ah, jeans don't work. Yeah. And then we released them two years later and they just blow up for us. Yeah. Again, we probably did cargoes back in yeah. the day. Cargoes did all right, but not amazing. And then I look, like I look back at um, <coughs> last was it last May sales report last May, and for the full month, the full thirty days, <coughs> we sold six hundred and fifty cargoes. So, for a full month, mm-hmm. if you look fast forward twelve months, and you look how many would sell, and it's like selling like a style. Right. Yeah, ten, I, ten thousand. Yeah, cargoes, so, so it's yeah. literally like how looking back at last year and how quickly things can change. Product changes, style changes, mm-hmm. platforms, social media platforms change. It's like it's how reactive can you be? It just goes be? to show it doesn't. It just because you've done something once and it didn't work doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's doesn't not going to work. If you just change it slightly and, and yeah. do it again. Well, do we'll use mean? our footwear, for example. Like we we tried footwear in the beginning. And it, it blew up, yeah. and then it got to a stage where it slowed down. But that was probably because we were trying to we reset to different too many colours yeah. and so much. So we kind of reset it a little bit. And we probably and went football doesn't really work for us. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then we start again. You're like, oh, jeez, oh, the geez, Ezra's the high, we're actually selling really well right. again. It's like so. It's like cycles, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I guess people mm-hmm. have got buying cycles of when they like. When it comes to summer, I'm going to need t-shirts because mm-hmm. I don't really. I, I don't kind of. When was the last time you went outside just with a t-shirt on? Last summer, I but I can't even remember. Like I probably just used t-shirts from before. I wasn't like, yeah. and it's going to come a period on this year. I'm like, I'm definitely going to need t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, t-shirts and shorts. Hopefully, Get, kind of getting away summer. from like uh, work side of things. What, what's your kind of hobbies outside of? Like, how do you take a break from from business and like obviously you're like one of the the main guys that be inspired. That probably maybe even the. The, the hidden guy behind Be Inspired a little bit that maybe a lot of people don't know about. So, like, what do you do, like, to, like, downtime? What's your hobbies, sports? Have you yeah. ever been into anything that you love doing? Or? Yeah, golf, that's been the sort of, the thing that, that I suppose, the escape. Mm. Like, actually. Certainly wasn't football. <laughs> no. Good <laughs> no. <laughs> goalie, but... I, has he ever played five aside? We not play five yeah, in, in London. London. Yeah, we uh, played in London. Oh, remember, remember we used to Gav had the Gav was in the goal. The Russell Bromley that shoes. Remind, that was again. That just reminded me of another thing. Remember, like some like obviously photo shoots we've been on, but we've played five aside in a few places yeah. with the models and that. Remember yeah. we played on the roof in Tokyo. Yeah. That was sick, man. Boys were in the best models. Uh, uh, better than Johnny. Uh, Mo- uh, who's well, that's true. That's who's true. the best football and model we've? Who's the who's the best and the worst? Christian was good. Yeah, and so was Luke. Luke, Luke, Luke was good. Christian. Uh, Luke, was, Luke good. was good. They were brilliant. I would yeah. say Luke was the best. Oh, Christian, Leon. We never actually see oh, Leon yeah, play football. Yeah, we never actually Christian, played. But yeah, Leon um, would have been decent. He played semi-pro. Oh, who was, pro, who right? was the worst? I think that's easy. Johnny was. Nah, the worst. I don't know. I think Tommy was worse. You think John, Tommy was? Uh, Tommy, I. Uh, 
Johnny, Johnny's sporty for like he's yeah, he's he, a he plays golf. Good at he should have been. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. got like on paper. He if you like watch Johnny swing a Johnny Edlin swing a golf club, oh, like, he's brilliant. At he'll golf. be good. He'll be good yeah. at sport. He plays yeah. tennis, badminton, whatever. I think they were more surprised kicked a football, at Johnny. and I was like, mate, you've never kicked a ball in your life, <laughs> have you? He I was think we were just more surprised at Johnny. I think that was it. Was Aye. yeah. Big Gav, big Gav the goalie. Gav the goalie. Gav said a few things. We have to get Gav on the podcast. Aye, Gav aye. would be good company, actually. Aye, true. true. I don't know if we can keep him on topic long enough, but it'd be good. It's probably one thing that's tied us together over the last few years has been the golf as well. Like We yeah. only really took it up. I was a junior member. I played golf when I was a kid. And the boys that, when I went off to play fo- like football full time, the boys that I played golf with maybe a, a year or two above me, at school, they carried on and they're playing off like scratch once, one, two, or some that went pro. And like we were discussing that yesterday, how could they say if you just play, played all yeah. your days, it would be a lot more enjoyable? Did you play all your days or did you stop for a while? Yeah, as well? I stopped for a while and that's it's annoying, annoying and yeah. I stopped. And then um, I was never that good as a junior, I just played mm-hmm. um, and then stopped. And it was only really sort of 2008, end of 2018, 19, and then. Like COVID, COVID and, and that sort of. We've played some class courses over here. What's your favorite? What, have you got a favorite course in Scotland that you've that you've uh, played that you're like, aye, that's that's the one for oh. me. I think the King's Course, Glen Eagles, just that's good. The course and just the setup, yeah, it's, it's yeah. all everything. See, everything isn't it? When you're rocking in the, the driveway at Glen Eagles, it's oh, sick, yeah, yeah. And and sick. when we played it, the weather was good. Yeah, Shout out to Glen Eagles if you want to throw any free rounds. Yeah. Away, so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to get a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dumbarnes <laughs> and Andrews, uh, yeah, wherever you want. Wherever, I wherever. Yeah. Um, but I think that does make like, and also how you play. Like I've heard people talk about this before. Uh, it's like yeah. how you play at a course. Also, like. But we played Car- we played Carnoustie and he yeah, likes I, I hate it. it. It was terrible. I was horrible. So you like, I think I was around went around seventy nine or something. I was absolutely buzzing. <laughs> That's class. Yeah, was class. I liked Castle Stewart up in Inverness because I because pl- I played well that day. Finished further in the <laughs> yeah. medal. Was buzzing. Yeah, good closest to the pin. Remember, Shawnee nicked my aye, golf balls. Aye, Still aye, due me though. Doesn't surprise me, we Shawnee. Yeah. Um, I, that, that's that, that'll be why we're doing a golf range soon, then, boys. Is <laughs> yeah, that, we've got the so we've got the go- we're going to call it the golf edit. The group. golf edit. Because we've got maybe like four or five specific golf items, but then there's a lot of products within the Be Inspired range because it's got that sort of sporty feel that that'll really fit in with the golf. So it's going to be a, like a golf edit. So I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, it's nice. I, I still wear the first sort of golf collection and always get mm-hmm. complimented on that. I think that's such an area of. of of fashion that's it's, it's turned into a bit of a cool sport I think yeah. golf yeah. it's just like the I don't know if you've, you've <coughs> obviously seen the Netflix documentary with the full swing yeah. like that's brilliant I love that behind the scenes stuff it doesn't it's matter if it's golf or football or Formula 1 or yeah. these behind the scenes documentaries are brilliant because people can buy into it they're just like that's class he's actually like a good guy he's no yeah. like who maybe the, the media yeah, portray like him that. or whatever I like, I like that, that you kind of I bet, I bet if we had models on the podcast as well, they would see that as well, because probably people think, like, mm-hmm. people get a, a, a portrayal of somebody in social media or how they look, but then when you actually speak to them and listen to them, oh, that's that's not, he's not like how I thought he would yeah. be. And I, I would yeah. like to get a couple of models on the podcast just to sort of, like, bust that myth as well, because they're obviously really sound. You get on with them, do you know what I mean? We, we use some models for years and years, and there's a reason, do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're good guys. and they're It good definitely lab, helps on the photo shoots when the models, <coughs> like, yeah. are easy to work with. You yeah. take them away and there's no dramas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like even like things like like big look and stuff like that. You come for a pint after the yeah, like yeah. after the, the photo shoot where it's like certain guys and there's nothing wrong with that, but they go away and do their own thing. Yeah. They're like very, yeah. very focused. Very yeah. like that was what was great about Leon, like the first kind of 
like big model you're using he's such a nice guy we had our mindset a wee bit as well because we played yeah, football we had that common ground and stuff yeah. so sometimes I mean, you've got that common ground with, with the lads as well maybe sometimes like coming from a different country as well it can like we maybe our banner can get lost uh, in like who was the italian guy was it lucas who's the italian lucas Lucas, uh, boy was, in miami he was mad man. he, he was, was a mental. nice lad but he was yeah. mental man. yeah i don't think he'd really done many modeling jobs yeah. before we took he him was away a good lad, but he was mad remember he yeah. phoned and he said like before the, it was about two days before we went to Miami Miami flights from Italy are paid for hotels booked everything sorted I for him. him picked him off social media had his class hair yeah cut, class he's got like, his hairs are done he phones me he says Rob um, my hair is uh, f- like shaved that's okay and I'm like Wait, where's that Except where, um, was he? where was uh, he from, was he from he's uh, <laughs> Israeli mate Israeli <laughs> like we tell Aviv to Miami he was so, Italian for anyone yeah. listening so <coughs> I knew I was going to get pillars for that. Uh, <laughs> accents are normally to- no bad as well. Um, and he sent me a photo, and mate, he definitely had a hair transplant. I shaved his head. Didn't shaved he? his head. Shaved his so head. we had to get on the phone shoot with the tar- there was, there the was, black No, there was because we took a we took a hairdresser with us, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Took yeah. a hairdresser, and we didn't need him. <laughs> we need him for Johnny because Johnny's hair was Johnny's hair was so long. Aye. Remember Jay with, with Johnny's and Mar- Marbella. So Jay, the, the hairdresser. And he had to pleat his hair. His hair was that Und- long. Underneath his... Yeah. Like, and I done wonders, didn't he? Uh, he looked a million dollars, to be uh, fair. I done wonders, didn't he? Yeah, cool. Thanks very much, Drew, for coming on, obviously telling your story. We'll hopefully see Aye. you again on this podcast over, yeah, over the next little And if, if anyone's listening to this and wants to speak about marketing or the progression into it, then yeah, reach out yeah. to me on, you on put, the, put a wee yeah. thing in the comments and we get back to it. That'd be cool. Yeah, there you go. Love Cheers, it. guys. Cheers, mate. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Thanks, bud.